All right, here, I got you. Hold up. <clears throat> Welcome to the second season of Your Favorite Character Sucks, a show where we each argue for our favorite characters in whatever show, movie, book series, or video game we're covering. <laughs> is, that, is that roughly what we're doing here? Oh, we all have to put on that voice? It's hilarious. Welcome no, to the second it. season of Your Favorite Character Sucks, a show where each of us argue for our favorite character in whatever show, movie, book series, or video game we're covering. All right, Matt, your, your turn. Now, legitimately, though, why are we doing this? Because we already do have an intro for season one. Yeah, well, just just do it. Just right, read it. I'm gonna go for a little different approach here. <clears throat> who is the best aesthetic and story? Who makes the most sense? And who do we want to hang out with the most? <laughs> At the end of each episode, we crown one character the best character, who will then go on to compete in our best, best of the best, 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 best finale. Best finale. On today's episode, Star Wars, the prequel era. I'm going to turn my phone so, on. So, you know, phone. in our first season, we did a couple of big name things like Harry Potter and Futurama, but we also hit those niche things like BoJack Horseman. Um, I feel like Avatar The Last Airbender was a little lesser known until it got back on Netflix and stuff. And uh, but Really? I don't know. Either way, it's not Harry Potter... Or Star Wars level, and so that's that's why I bring it up is because we're finally doing a huge franchise again, which is Star Wars. Um, but we're going to start with the prequels. Uh, why? I don't know. I just feel like chronological order. Chron- I like to say chronological yeah. order. Yes, but also I feel like if you start with the originals, like I did in life, then you're just disappointed with everything after that. So like we'll start with the prequels. You think so? Yeah. Here's what we'll do. We'll start with the prequels, then we'll hit a high okay. point with the originals. And then we will maybe not even ever do the next trilogy. Who knows? I don't um, even think that's the case. All right. Well, anyway. Uh, I, I started in life with the prequels. I know. It's such a – I mean, what, how, well, tell me about I that I started experience. with the, uh, the boxed VHS set me too. of the original trilogy. Where George Lucas is fucking talking for 20 minutes at the beginning of each fucking – Correct. God, I didn't sorry. have nerd-ass parents to introduce it. Yeah. So jo- <laughs> I just had the, to kind of discover it on, on my the own. VHSs, George Lucas is like being interviewed by – I can't remember who it is, but it's for like 20 freaking minutes. You have to fast it's forward. It's really long. You have to fast forward in those days. You have to like watch it. <laughs> And then, like, when you rewind it, you don't remember oh, no. to leave off that first 20 minutes, so you oh, have no. to fast forward it again. I remembered to leave um, off those last 20 minutes. I hated listening to that guy so much. Yeah, the prequels were on better technology, just like how the prequels have better technology in them, even though they came before chronologically. <laughs> I would argue that they also look worse, even though they take... I agree, yeah. It's weird. Um, the CGI. Well, anyway. Well, some things. Some things are much better about the well, prequels. We'll talk about, we'll talk about the worse. prequels um, You know, as we're going through, but we'll, we need to first talk about our characters. And first of all, before we do any of that, we need to introduce our guests. So we, today, True. we have returning champion uh, because the last time Wait, she, the last time she what? was on, her character won. Wait, that was the last one. Has it been that long? That was the last one Emily was on. And so, so Emily is, is back with us <laughs> today. Hell? Yeah. I just feel like she's been on like half the episodes. She's been on Harry Potter and Futurama. That's it. That's it's it. only been yes. two. It feels like a lot, though. And then uh, we have our, our second guest who I don't know that well, a uh, friend of, of Matt. I've talked to him a couple of times. Uh, David, do you want to – what? how do you want us to refer to you? David, David Dobbs, Dobbs, what do you want us to call you? Uh, actually, please call me Uncle Ben. Okay, Uncle Ben. No, uh, yeah. Well, do you do you want <laughs> Uncle your Ben name? being not a reference to the rice? No. No, David is. We'll fine. call you. Okay. We'll... I'm not calling you David. I'm I calling will you be Dobbs. saying Dobbs for the remainder All right. of the podcast <laughs> and my life. Well, I guess I meant how do you want us to introduce you to the world? But that's fine. 
Um, I'll call him Master Dobbs. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, well, I'm comfortable going first. So again, we're sticking with just the prequels. Uh, so anybody listening, you're a Star Wars fan, we get it. We'll talk about the characters. We might even talk about their arcs beyond the prequels. But we're gonna when we're deciding who's the best character, we're talking about who's the best character in the prequel era. And let, yeah, that era. So let's state that also includes Episode the One, the Rebels, right? So the Clone Wars. Yeah, and it also includes, in my opinion, books and comics, like whatever you've read. You know, bring it, bring it to bear here. Yeah. Just that Wait, time I thought it had to be like, canon. Well, I don't care about that. Not legends, right? I, uh, oh, I, I'm going to talk about some of the books that are that Disney has chucked out, but you know. Um, <laughs> so uh, I went back and forth a couple of different characters, and the uh-huh. the character that I decided on in the end to say got to be the best character in the prequels is Darth uh-huh. Sidious, Senator Ooh. Senator then Chancellor then Emperor Palpatine. This dude climbs the ranks. Uh, throughout the whole prequel series and also well i was gonna say there's there's not really much mystery to like what's going to happen in the end you know he's gonna become emperor palpatine and like you know anakin's gonna become darth vader spoilers but you don't know how he's gonna do it and i found that the like anakin transition to darth vader was a lot less satisfying than like watching emperor palpatine just manipulate everybody and like an entire universe of like planets and people. He's just got him on a string. And I, I found that more interesting than like Anakin's whiny bitch ass journey to becoming Darth Vader. Um, and so, yeah, because he pulls the strings and because he controls the plot so much uh, and because I just like uh, how he does it, you know, every there's certain people who come at things head first and he is very much going through things the roundabout way. He also kind of reminded me of like how we talked about Snape being on like two different sides, except Sidious is like not only on two different sides, but he's also on his own side, which Snape was not. I would argue that he's only on his own side. Yeah, he's only on his own side, but he's pretending to be on these other sides. And it's it's very interesting. And also... Yeah, he's playing both sides for sure. Yeah, you know, I don't... I, I'm going to give uh, George Lucas a lot of credit for like... Yeah, he's going to get the blame for like the poor writing that's in the prequel series. But I think that the one masterful thing that he does with the prequel series is to show government and how someone can manipulate people and rise to power and all that stuff. I think he actually does that really well, and he does it with the best character, Palpatine. Yeah, I think I that's don't... actually the least interesting part. All right, well then tell me. You can't me deny that uh, that he's a bad actor. Like he's he's so good at. <laughs> uh, He's obviously the bad guy, but then whenever he's being Chancellor, there's parts where he looks kind of afraid, or he's like, oh, save me, Jedi, or whatever, when really it's... Oh, yeah, he plays the victim Yes, and, well. and he he does such a good part of playing the victim that they no one figures it out for forever. I'm, I'm too weak. Uh, <laughs> unlimited uh, power! <laughs> yeah. Subject to some of the worst dialogue no, maybe that's, in the entire prequel. Yeah, George Lucas has, I mean, the whole prequel is riddled with shit dialogue, for sure. But I think that might be the the worst part. Uh, I think Anakin saying, I hate sand, so coarse no, and rough. That's, but that had like a purpose. <laughs> I think <laughs> unlimited power is just kind of purposeless. And, and How else would we know that he has unlimited <laughs> anyway, power? Anyway, we'll, guess talk, that's we'll true. talk more about that later. Who's next? <laughs> All right, I'll go next because our characters are related. Oh, not, oh like, wait, by blood? Not, like, no, not spoiler. By blood. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> no, no, yeah, don't, won't not say it. Spoiler. No, don't say it. Yeah, I won't say that one. But no, because my character is your character's apprentice, Count Dooku, aka 
Darth Tyrannus, which is an amazing Sith oh, yeah. name in my opinion. A cool Sith name. But I went with Dooku because I think Sidious is like undoubtedly very intelligent and powerful. But I feel like his arc spans all three trilogies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's hard for me to single in on him in the prequels alone. Dooku is more interesting because he's less of like a standard villain, I oh, yeah. guess. I mean, I don't even know. Because like, okay, Ep 1, you get Darth Maul who is cool, oh, yeah. but, like, he doesn't have much personality. And then Sidious is cool, but, like I said, you kind of need to see his whole plot played out to really appreciate him. But each level of his plot is a whole story, too, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's... Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. But he's. I'm also just, like, without the no longer canon books <laughs> showing oh. his reasoning, I'm like, he's kind of just... He's just evil for I, evil's no, sake. No, I'm still considering those books. We'll talk about it later. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you explain that later. But without that, I, I'm like, he's just kind of an evil guy that I'm not really sure what his, purpo- his purpose is besides just world domination. Power, yeah. can, can we also talk Wait, about so how Dooku, Tyrannus looks older than Palpatine? Yes. He just straight up also, looks older. Well, but obviously, Palpatine is, like, masking his his appearance or some shit. Is that what it is? I feel like... I think that's what yeah, it is. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I don't I don't think the lightning actually warps his appearance. I think he's been masking his appearance. That's the impression I'm... How do you do that? The Force. The Force. <laughs> All is possible through the Force. The attack on my life has left me weakened and default. Yeah, he's like... It's, he says it's left him weakened and scarred, but I think he did that on purpose to gain their sympathy. But anyways, Dooku... He doesn't even seem like a Sith, like, I, like to get that title Darth. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't even go by his Sith name most of the time. He goes by Can't his royalty name, his politician name. And I think that's what's cool because he kind of organizes the confederation. He's the public face. Yeah, because he he was once part of the Jedi and part of the Republic. Yeah. And he he knows their inner workings and he's seen their corruption and their rigid rules and their inaction and he's fed up with it and so he's kind of trying to do his own thing mm-hmm. wasn't he and part that's of why, the high council at some point yeah he okay yeah trained by master yoda which is badass uh-huh. and then he himself trained qui-gon jinn yes also that's badass cool, yeah. yeah but then he left the council because the jedi council has kind of become lax and has kind of become too wrapped up in the republic's politics and honestly in the movies like they are essentially like the republic's super soldiers yeah no it's fucked so it is kind of understandable for him because one of the things that i i saw looking into his backstory is that he wanted a relationship to still be like in contact with his sister and they wouldn't let him Mm -hmm. And yeah, he was like, why can't we have this connection with our family? And that's what, that's kind of the start of him going towards the dark side. You can kind of see him falter a little bit in the Clone Wars whenever Palpatine orders for him to kill Ventress. And he's like, yes, he's like, but she's my best student. Like she's my most trusted assassin. I don't want to do that. And then he just like bites his tongue and. Yeah, honestly, Sidious did him dirty. Oh yeah. Oh, he got fucked he, because the most. He does everybody dirty. Absolutely. Because, but Dooku, I think Dooku is too like intelligent to keep around, yes. and really Sidious needed loyal lackeys, oh. and that's why he freaking traded him out for Darth Sidious, Vader, who just yeah, Sidious uses you, served him wholeheartedly. He uses you until you're 
you know, not useful anymore or, you know, overstayed your welcome. Yeah. yeah. Dooku was so good at serving their cause. Yeah. He helped, you know, completely organize basically the war. That's true. The Techno Union Army. Well, sign your treaty. Jesus. All right. So we've got Sidious and Dooku. Someone with a light side character want to go? Hold on. Wait. So you're telling me that all of the main characters of the prequels were like trained by someone who was trained by Yoda. Essentially, they all come from that same line oh, of training. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like Yoda to Dooku. Holy cow. Dooku to Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon to Obi, and then Obi to Oh, wow. Yeah, that's Is that true, the yeah. seven degrees so, of Kevin Bacon? Like, yeah. yeah. yeah literally. <laughs> so so Dooku, Dooku got killed by like his own training, essentially, down the oh line. Oh, my God. Damn. Yeah. All right. All right, who's got a light side? Who's going? Let's hear it, Dobbs. So I think... To consider why Obi-Wan is the best character, we should consider why we tell stories in the first place. The obvious answer is entertainment. The reason why it entertains us, why it captures our attention, is because there's something in us that it appeals to. And the question is, what in us does it appeal to? And I think there's two options. One is who we are, and the other one is who we would like to be. And who we are is imperfect, and who we would like to be is more perfect. And I think, and so I think the character that best resembles this is Obi-Wan. Not Yoda. So Yoda is commonly regarded as the wisest of the Jedi, but when Obi-Wan lost his planet, uh, he couldn't find the uh, cloning system, and a child discovered uh, the reason why it was missing from the Jedi archives. Yoda blatantly uh, mocked the intelligence of children (laughs) by saying, uh, what a... You know, what a wonderful line children have or something along those lines. Oh, what an asshole. Uh, so Yoda has has been canceled uh, because of that. <laughs> Yoda's actually a piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck this guy. You know what, Dawes? You convinced me. Hey, when you're like 700 years old, you don't like mm-hmm. He was the guy. Absolutely. I feel like Yoda was the kid trainer. at the. the that's what I got from that scene. Seems like so you're telling me the higher you go up in this religious order, the more close contact no. you make with young children. No, it's like how you get dropped off at your oh. grandparents' house, you know, like, oh, okay. and they just <laughs> put baseball on, and you're like, what the fuck is this? I want to watch cartoons, and they're like, don't touch the TV. Yoda said, go outside and get me a switch. Yeah, go get a switch. <laughs> no, he says, uh, get me a switch. You must. <laughs> Anyway, continue, please, Dos. Yeah. Um, and I'll go through some other characters and tell you, t- tell you why they can't, uh, why they fall short of the Obi Wan <laughs> standard. Okay, list every single character. Um, Qui Gon is Obi Wan's master, so he's an obvious uh, uh, reverse alphabetically. But he tells small lies throughout the episode one. He, he tells Anakin that he's checking his blood for infections when he when he pricks him. Yeah. He disobeys the council orders to to take Anakin as his Padawan. He uses uh, mind oh, yeah. control tricks gratuitously uh, in essential situations, like on. Uh, oh yeah. Like on Boss Nass for Jar Jar uh, for a bongo, <laughs> and he tries it on Watto uh, for the hyperdrive, which is an essential plot thing, and he uses it to like cheat it, in the yeah. dice game, which is just unethical. Do what you gotta do. Mm, we'll see. Qui Gon is definitely the student of Darth Tyrannus because mm-hmm. there's. You know, Qui-Gon's willing to yeah. sort of step uh, We've also line. got Mace Windu, uh, who is a very strong, good yeah, character. No. However, he uh, tries to influence Anakin not to kill Ugh. Palpatine because he was too dangerous to be kept alive. Uh, I'm loving the direct quotes. Uh-huh. Overruling Anakin's sense of justice with his own sense of prudence, uh, which resembles a lot, of, uh, a lot of the propaganda that we see in our society today, you know. <laughs> 
bending truth yeah. towards an end. You know, not quite like Qui Gon, who is a you know ends justifies the means type of actor. Uh, whereas Mace Windu is kind of manipulating the situation a little bit, and and Mace may have very well appeared evil in that situation to Anakin, causing Anakin to see the Jedi as evil in his opinion later. <laughs> um, and then you've got Obi Wan, who is has shortcomings in in every episode of Star Wars, and he admits them, and they're crucial plot points. He lets down characters. He fails situations. I think within his realm of influence, he's the most consistently good character. He can't control his master. He can't control his student. But he does manage himself. He doesn't lie. He doesn't cheat like the other supposedly good characters. And and uh, he also treats Dex with with an incredible amount Dex. of dignity and respect. <laughs> Dex! <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. This is a... This is a your favorite character sucks first. I don't think we've ever heard an essay presented so eloquently. No, that was a very in-depth introduction. That was so good. I appreciated it. Um, or who can I say just because it's – I was – well, let me say one thing and it will maybe break break to the next person. So, Because I, I was waiting until someone mentioned that scene with Mace to bring this up. I rewatched the prequels and, you know, we, we already mentioned in the Samuel Jackson episode how – fucking sucky it is that mace dies in that way right we've we've already talked about this we've covered this very sad we we've tried this is well trodden ground but it's even worse when you rewatch it with that fresh perspective of like it sucks that it happens because i cannot tell you how many scenes in the prequels characters fall hundreds of feet and are just fine literally there's a scene there's a scene in the second one at the very beginning where anakin jumps off of a moving um airship and falls and grabs onto another one hundreds of feet below. Totally fine. And, like, there's also so many examples of characters losing limbs and then being fine. There's also so many examples of characters being shocked and being fine. So, like, how did a master, how did a Jedi master get knocked out of a window? We don't don't know that he's dead. He might be alive. He should not be dead. Because they needed to kill all of the Jedi in the last No, it's because they couldn't have Samuel Jackson back. (laughs) That dude would have fought back for sure. Come on, man. He should have at least come back in, like, the Rebels cartoon or something. Like, uh, this it's so lame. Anyway, all right. Yeah, they brought they brought Darth Maul back, but not... Are we going to balance out the Force and have another light side character, or what? Yeah, who else we got? I have a light side character. Okay, so, um, of course, you know I have to represent the females. Um, Wait, why is that? And y- you, ha- you have to. <laughs> Cause... Yeah, we have three old white dudes so far. So. <laughs> Girl power. <laughs> Uh, so I have chosen Ahsoka Tano, who is uh, Anakin's apprentice, um, and blanket statement, she is the most badass female in all of Star Wars ever. Um, out of all no Star one Wars? No as cool as her. Out of all Star Wars, she is the best female Not even Leia? Person. Leia. Okay, I, my, I, Leia has a special place in my heart. Um, she still is like super legit, but as far as a warrior Jedi, like badass girl, Ahsoka takes the cake All for right. sure. So one, she's like a she's really young when she first comes to Anakin. Uh, she's like what thirteen or fourteen, I think. Um, How and old is Anakin already, at that point? How's this dude getting a Padawan? He's one? probably like twenty. Oh really? Oh, well, okay, he. I don't know. I'm guessing. I made I made that up. It I might have no be. Idea. Uh, <laughs> that sounded, that sounded good to me. Yeah, continue. 
Yeah, he's he's 20 years old. No. He's a young adult. He turned 20 the he's day he got He's definitely a young her. adult. Yeah. It was his birthday. But that was Obi-Wan's uh, sneakiness on getting them together. Oh, really? And it turned out that, yeah, so Anakin was like, uh, knocking Obi-Wan for wanting to take another apprentice. He's like, why do you want to do this? Blah, blah, blah. And then Obi-Wan's like, oh, or no, when Ahsoka shows up, she's like, I'm sorry, I haven't been assigned to you. I've been assigned to Anakin. And Anakin's like, what the shit? And then Obi-Wan's over there like smirking at him. And then he realizes it was all of his doing in the first place. Yeah, so Anakin and Ahsoka are like the boy-girl versions of each other, except Ahsoka isn't as evil as Anakin. <laughs> Yeah, she does not um, go The boy-girl versions of each other. Yeah, yeah the... so she's very stubborn, but she is, she's like good chaotic. She wants to do what's right, but she's going to do it in a chaotic way. Like, mm. she's very headstrong. She wants to be the first one into battle. She turns out being a really good um, general and uh, yeah coming up with really awesome strategies like during the Clone Wars and stuff like that. She's one of these um, Jedi li like Anakin that's like raised in war. And so it like kind of changes their yes. sensibilities. Yes. So I will say that I rushed to finish Clone Wars today. I watched season six and seven Holy all today. Holy shit. Nice. You've done more than us. So. <laughs> I, was... I haven't even seen the newest season. Oh my gosh. I was, I was crying. Like tear... The last episode is so epic. And it, like the last four episodes of season seven are a four part thing. And it's during the, um, what is it? Uh, 66. What do you call it? It's order 66. What? How is it? Yeah. It fast forwards? Because the Revenge of the Sith is supposed to come after that series, right? Um, it, it kind of overlaps, of I think. There's overlap for sure. Uh, but I know for sure that it overlaps a little bit. Ahsoka is not in the movie, the Revenge of the Sith movie, though. Oh, no, she's not. In season five, she gets wrongly accused of bombing the Jedi Temple. Mm -hmm. And what the fuck? no one but Anakin believes her. The whole Jedi Council was like, here's the evidence. So then Anakin went and proved her innocence. And they were like, sorry that we did that to you. You can come <laughs> back. And she's like, no, Oops. fuck y'all. I'm out. Oopsies. Yeah. So um, that's when she kind of leaves and you don't see her for a while. And then she comes back to help try to end the Clone Wars. But she is one of the last straws that kind of pushes Anakin over the edge of um, losing control. And, you know, he has issues with abandonment and things yeah, like that. Yeah, he does. So even though she is not in the movies, which is kind of frustrating, uh, her storyline is so important to Anakin's storyline. Which like is kind of, that's kind of cool. How he eventually becomes Vader. Yeah. That's so, kind of cool because it's hard to, I bet it would be hard to write that series and write new characters knowing that they're not going to be in the Revenge of the Sith movie. So like uh -huh. to find a way to still make right. her matter, that's pretty cool that they did that. Right. And then I think. And with, uh, without Clone Wars, it does seem like Anakin's transition to the dark quick. side happens no, so instantaneously. fast. Well, Clone, Clone yeah, Wars. So I feel like you do need that supplemental stuff. Yeah. Yes. The Clone Wars was super important for him. The but, attack, um, the attack of the clones movie. There's nothing to like about his character. There's nothing about, to like about him. He's still a cute boy like. with a lightsaber. 
Tell he's me there's not. nothing to look he's so is. whiny. He's very lame and annoying and whiny. Like, yeah. And, and what sucks but about I it think... is they're trying to tell a love story between him and Padme. It's and weird. it just like, I, it makes me think of like Empire Strikes Back whenever you're watching Han and Leia fall for each other. And it's like cute and flirty and stuff like that. It's the opposite. It's like, why would Padme like this guy? He's so lame. See, I took that as they did a really good job of showing him being so immature because he's like 18 oh, in that movie what? or something. That might be a good way to look at But this. why would so Padme immature. fall in love for him, though? He's He was immature and annoying. I know. She's much older than him, too. Yes. Which is kind of... And she's more serious. She's like a senator who's like, Let, I have to do my job. But then all of a sudden, it's like, I love you, Annie. It's it's That movie is not good. But anyway, go back to Ahsoka. Yeah, it is really confusing. The last thing I was going to say was going forward to our um, Lord of the Rings episodes. One similarity between Anakin and Ahsoka is that there's a scene where they kind of do some lighthearted, like joking around, and it's kind of like a, a Gimli Legolas friendship where they're uh, counting their kills. I and then this like random yes. old whoa, guy whoa, Jedi whoa, is like, whoa. oh. Kiati Mundi is not a random old Jedi. He is a member of the Jedi Council. <laughs> I'll not hear a yeah, word no. spoken against that man. We- We'll go. We're gonna go hard no, for Kiati Moody. So he just well. If that's the guy, I honestly don't. Is he the I guy with the cone head? Focused on yeah, big yes, yeah, yeah, like, It's a hundred percent Kiati Moody. He cuts in. He's like, oh well, I got like what seventy six or whatever, which was Delete, more than both of them. them both combined. Yeah, yeah. Moody's a beast. Yeah, and he's like, so do I win? What do I win? And he's like, Anakin's respect. And he's like, I don't want that. <laughs> I actually like Ahsoka. Ahsoka's cool. Yeah, Ahsoka. She has the. Yeah, she's cool. Super legit. I want to say either second or third coolest lightsabers in the entire series. Oh yeah, that was the other thing. Is she has such a unique fighting style. She uses the way she holds her lightsaber. Lightsaber. She uses the dual wield right with the Shoto because that was in leg. That got she turned does. into legacy content. Yes. So she ends up with two. They never explain how she got the second one, but she starts fighting with two, and she holds them. Um, like reverse grip, yeah. And they're white. Yeah. Right? Don't they turn white when she leaves? Uh, the... Eventually. That's oh, is that in Rebels? Yeah, she right. yeah. she took some um, Sith lightsabers and cleansed the crystal. Are they Beskar crystals ah. at this point? Had uh, what does the other one come out yet? Oh yeah, that's uh, the Mandalorian. Kyber, so. Kyber yeah. crystal. Sorry. In yeah, Kyber. Yeah. Okay. In Harry Kyber Potter, crystals. you yeah. you pressed Emily to tell us the wand wood on Jenny's wand, and now you're telling her <laughs> to tell us the fucking lightsaber crystals on oh Ashoka. My God. And I knew this. I knew I'm, I'm just gatekeeping yeah. people from the Star Wars fandom because I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, Matt's um, definitely gatekeeping. And I don't even oh, know yeah. that much about Star Wars, honestly. So we got two light side guys, right? And two dark. Two dark side. Three, yeah, Who better three. to bring them together than the chosen one, Anakin Skywalker? No God. way. Darth Vader. Not Darth later. Vader. <laughs> Darth Vader later. Okay, Darth Vader at the end of the prequels. Uh, See you later, you Darth know. Vader. Uh, Anakin Skywalker from episodes one to three. Poorly acted. Honestly, I don't even know if it's bad acting or if he just didn't have anything to work with. Yeah, I don't know if I actually like Hayden Christensen, but the problem is, is that the dialogue he was given, it was just so poopy. What can you do with that? It's very bad. It's so bad. Um, Yeah. (laughs) If you watch Clone Wars... I think that they do a much better job. No, he's no. way better. In you get to see the transition more. The yeah, no, for sure. And the thing is, yeah. I don't even think he's that bad in the movies. He's straight up emo I, in the movies. He's so it's like, emo. Yes, I understand he's supposed to be emotional. Oh, no, and that's what leads for him sure. The dark side, but, but I mean, I'm talking know. also about, think about episode one Anakin, you know? At that point, he's still bright-eyed and full of hope and shit like that. So 
Well, yeah. He's yeah. Even though he's a slave, he's, he's still so cocky. He's definitely a slave, but he's like super smart. <laughs> he's got the the force yeah. attuned reflexes and stuff like that. He's a cool character for many reasons. And I guess the most integral character to the plot of Star Wars as a whole, right? Everything revolves around Anakin, even the the sequels. I think the I think it revolves around Darth Vader. Comical, to say the least. That was really weird. <laughs> I don't understand that. That's the point of the movie. Midichlorians what are, are the... midichlorians. Go go ahead, Dobbs. Hit me with a quote, and then I'll uh, continue to talk about midichlorians. Over twenty thousand. No Jedi has that high midichlorian count. <laughs> How old is Padme supposed to be in the first one? She's like a teen, right? She's super young. I think she's sixteen. So how old was? Annie, so imagine like driving. You just got your driver's license. You go pick up a fucking ten year old. Yeah, you roll up to like. Yeah, that is like well, that's. Pick up a wait, is their relationship not more at that point like it brother is. sister? No, it definitely is. No, no and but, that's why. I mean, he definitely already has a crush on her. He no, he has a crush on her, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, that's fine. You're trained but, to become a Jedi. Yeah. I'm trained to become a senator. <laughs> Imagine being yeah. Natalie Portman and having to act opposite of Hayden Christensen's bitch ass. Like, it's so bad. <laughs> I don't have a problem with Hayden Christensen. Okay. I think that we're well, either too much he on the did man. it or the director I, told him to be completely unlikable. I think it's the writing. They made him too. They made him the so writing was yeah. probably not. Which good. sucks because, like, if you want to do the fall of a character, like, there's. You can have a good character that has a fall. It doesn't have to be a whiny bitch that we, you know, so, we hate. The thing yeah. is, I think that he really did peak when he was 10 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I think about how important he was to the defense of Naboo. He yes. brought down, like, the shield generator or whatever as a yes. kid. That was huge. Without that, they just lose. They're just well, done. The Trade Federation just continues their blockade and all that. One of my None favorites. of that ever happens, right? Yeah. One of my favorite books is uh, one of the Star Wars books. I think it's called Rogue Planet. Um and in that one, it's the best portrayal of Anakin that I've seen. And he's like maybe 12, 13 years old in that book. Um, but he's not whiny at all. Like he's very, he's no, like. No, when he's a kid, to... he's not whiny. That's the point. Yeah. That's he's so very why, optimistic. Why do they play I don't so even think later. he's that. Is he that whiny in two he years? Is. I, think, I, I feel watched, like that's mostly yes, three. I just watched Attack of the Clones. He's so, he's just complaining like what, what kind of, what are some examples? He, he's talking to Padme and he's like, Obi-Wan won't let me make decisions by myself. And he doesn't believe that I can do this. And uh, he doesn't think I'm ready true. for the trials yet. And it, No, he constantly complains about like, his Padme, lack of responsibility. If I'm Padme, so. I'm, I'm sitting there like, this guy's lame and annoying. Let me frame it this way. It is a little bit understandable that he would feel like he needs more responsibility because since they found him, you know, he has been the chosen one or whatever. They made exceptions for him to join the Jedi Order. Even at that point in Episode 2, he's already one of the strongest Jedi to ever be, right? Yeah, and Palpatine's so, already whispering in his ear. Correct, exactly. So there's a, awesome. some amount yes. of like, hubris and other oh things. My so gosh. that's my point. It's not wholly on him. He's just an object that everybody else is trying to influence. You yeah. can well, understand how he would react the way he does. That's what I'm but saying. But it would have been it's, cooler if his arc was him breaking away, like being sick of being everyone's tool. But he just becomes. No, that's not how it happens. He becomes broken. He just becomes he, he like the yeah, lackey of Sidious. He, well, I was going to say, he, I don't think he knows how to be himself, like, at all. Yeah. Ever. In anything. Like, he's all, he, he has abandonment issues. He obviously has a personality disorder. He's got yeah. a very large ego, also. Well, and yes. all, all of that's but fine. He's, he's manipulative. Also, he goes on a mini genocide. He does go on a mini genocide. Yeah. That is, well, true. he just kills a bunch of, that, of sand people. Don't really all like of that's how they're fine. 
I just don't yeah. like the love story being run alongside that because it doesn't make sense that a character would fall in love with it a really doesn't no it's do it's bad for sure but that's not the fault of the character that's the fault of the, the oh, writers yeah. but I guess Poor yeah writing. in that yeah. but you had to get to a point where he has kids so. yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly I don't think they did a good job of that but uh, I think that despite all those faults I still like the character. And I, yeah. I love Darth Vader, of course, as well. There's a lot of stuff that happens in between the prequels and even, I want to say, A New Hope, where he does a bunch of really cool stuff. But a- Anakin is cool. He's at, at the core of the character. He's an incredibly powerful Jedi. I mean, yeah, he's there's no to doubting be the chosen one. Powerful. He oh, is yeah. the chosen one. He does uh, bring we, balance He, he is the chosen one. Did yeah, that, need, there's no debate. Do we need the chosen one prophecy shit? I... Yes. See, like he could just be. Like I you could just even... say he's like off the charts powerful. They did say that the midichlorians yeah. are off yeah, the charts, exactly. Brent. But, <laughs> but uh, I don't using yeah. the phrase "the chosen one" is just so lame and played out. Well, was it lame and played out in 1999 when this released? Yeah, I guess that's been around for like since the dawn of time. <laughs> Wait, was it actually released in 1999? Don't. Uh, it was in 99. A, yeah. yeah, it was. Okay. It was 99. <laughs> The thing is, I feel bad for Anakin more than I'm annoyed by him. Because the thing is, a lot of the things are outside of his control. We'll be right back to your favorite character sucks after the short advertisement. Hey, how are you doing? Remember me? I'm Wado, the greasy, hairy, long-nosed merchant on Tatooine. <laughs> it was before cancel culture. I feel real bad, you know, having uh, Annie as a slave, but he's doing good now. Number two in the galaxy. You could do worse. <laughs> and really, uh, he got the last laugh because uh, not only did I lose uh, my slaves and uh, my business, but I even started another business after those two Jedi come and visit me. And then they take Annie away because it turns out he's a Jedi too. Then later I see red and black Zabrak with double-sided lightsaber. I said to myself, boy, Watto, maybe I need to get out of the pod racing and junk selling game and get into the lightsaber game. Well, as soon as I open my store, the boy goes and kills all the Jedi. (laughs) He brought balance to the force, but he brought my business deep into the red and my credit down to zero. And that's why I'm here, folks. I'm here to announce that Watto's Lightsaber Emporium is going on crazy hot sale. So hot that it could cut you in half and cauterize the wound. (laughs) Just a little lightsaber joke. But we don't just have the plain old lightsabers that, you know, can cut through anything and repel blasters. That's boring. Now we have the double-sided lightsaber. Why have one lightsaber when you could have two put together? We got those. We even got a lightsaber with two tiny lightsabers come out the top of the hilt. I lost 12 of my best slaves just in the testing of this device. What do the two little lightsabers do? I don't know, but they look cool. But we're not all warriors. I myself am a businessman based on a stereotype. So for the non-combatant, I also have lightsaber scalpels, lightsaber pickaxe, lightsaber lawn shears. For the artist, we have lightsaber hobby knife. So come on down to Watto's Lightsaber Emporium before we go the way of the Jedi. <laughs> no, no, but in all seriousness, uh, times are rough. Uh, please come by. We, we appreciate your business. All right. Thanks, Watto. Uh, I guess we'll get back to the show now. 
I, I feel like we should have gotten at least a little bit of resistance from him when he had to go kill all those kids. Yeah. No, at that point, he's done. He's on the dark side. Like, it was like, he felt, he's literally crying because he kills Mace Windu. And then it's like, okay, go kill a whole room full of kids. And he's like, yeah, all right. The thing is, it. though, once you once you flip, you know, he's just, he has Darth Vader at that point. Like, we could have got a little, just a little bit of a scene where he's like, why can't we train them or something yeah. like that? And then Sidious explains why you can't have more than two Sith. And then have him crying while he's doing that. They also never yeah, just follow that rule. There's never just two Sith. It just goes straight well, from you feel like shit because you kill Mace Windu. The apprentice is always training an apprentice because they want to usurp the master. Oh yeah, Dooku. Yeah, Dooku had uh, Ventress. Right. Ventress is cool too. But one of the things, go ahead, Dobbs, because it's been a minute. Go ahead. Well, one of the things about the prequels is that the downfall of the main character is romance, or not even romance, but attachment. And to make that the uh, sort of the precipitating uh, downfall of a main character, yeah, is very is a very strange and narrow path for the alliance that we're supposed to relate. Well, the to. Jedi path is narrow. That's the point. That's the Jedi's flaw, even too. Like they become so, like, no, we can't, mm. we can't help these people that obviously that's need what, help. That's what I'm saying. That's why Dooku left because he wanted to like save his home planet and still be friends with the sister and stuff and the jedi are like no that's part of yeah. your past you can't have and he's like well but why can we go to war and do this shit for yeah. the public but we after can't after ahsoka save my leaves uh the council she she comes back and ultimately like helps them but she never considers herself a jedi ever again yeah because it's just too restrictive and it's it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Obviously. So then she has like internal struggle with what she is because she sometimes feels like she shouldn't be using the force because she's not a Jedi and she's not Sith. So she's like, she's conflicted yeah. in that way. But once they like go behind her back and don't trust her, even though she's never done anything wrong aside from being stubborn, she's like, I'm out and I'm never coming back to y'all. And she really helps them out because of the clones. She so, has such a good relationship with Rex and Five, all of those guys. She knows them on a personal level. The clones are really cool. Yeah, for sure. They're definitely the yeah, homies. I'm surprised nobody picked any clone characters, <laughs> but are like cool. honorable mentions, what do we got? Some honorable The only character you Co could pick Cody? is Rex, right? Because everybody else gets iced. Isn't That's there like true. Commander Cody or something? Uh, Commander Cody was the one who was working with Obi-Wan, I believe, right? There's a I small like, group of them that live yeah. and they're in Rebels. Yeah. I feel like if you make men. them good characters, then they're not going to be through Order 66, though, right? Like, I mean, good characters, like, is a nice... Um, about the rule of two. <laughs> Sidious didn't invent the rule of two. That's that's like an old Sith thing since like after after uh, old Republic era. You know, yeah. they they decided to go down to two. But the reason they did it was because the Force is being stretched so thin yeah. across them is why they f figured out. But so Sidious actually does a really masterful thing, which is he does stick to the rule of two. Him and Count Dooku are the only ones who are extremely powerful on the dark side of the Force. He only allows more fighter-oriented people to be trained under Dooku. So like Grievous, uh, Sir, uh, Ventress, oh, and, yeah. and Darth Maul do not tap into the Force as strongly as Dooku and, and Sidious do. They just really use like martial forms. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's actually, he, he pretty much, he does that pretty well. But what's also cool is he uses that plan, that rule of two thing, the Jedi, the reason their perception is so low is because they're stretched so thin. So yeah. it's like he so gets them at a pool point. of energy that they all share. Is that canon? Lucas, 
that is canon. Well, there's a um, scene where um, Qui-Gon, it's like the first time that Qui-Gon's uh, attempting to talk to uh, Yoda, like from beyond. And oh, yeah, Yoda doesn't sense. understand what's going on. And then they're like, the whole council is in the room together and they all put their hands on him to, to meditate together. And they still can't find Qui-Gon yet. It was, yeah, it was a, really weird. That was a weird scene. The Jedi are so numerous in the prequels that their power stretched then and, and Yoda and uh, Yoda and Mace even comment about it. They're like, you know, we're having trouble sensing things. They, they comment an attack on clones because... Oh, yeah. The dark side they're like, things. Yeah. yeah, the dark side is cloud, but the dark side is so much bigger at that moment because it's just two people using it to cloud things versus like the Jedi who have so many. What I'm hearing is and then that's, 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 that's why reason. Luke is also... Yeah, that, Luke is, becomes powerful because the force gets balanced and he is able to have so much you know of the force within him but he doesn't even use any of that force he just gets zapped by force lightning and then he <laughs> throws something over so that yeah. doesn't even make sense i think he i think he mostly well he becomes more powerful in the books his only use of the force is like to close yeah. your eyes and shoot a missile into in the books the, he uses the force more that's star i'm not sure how that works he does but. more of the philosophical side of like the force which is um what qui-gon always tells like obi-wan like you don't you don't understand the living side of the forest and stuff like that. I do like that we get to see more of the forest in the prequels. Oh, it's insane. Because, because yeah, just... a spectacle. That's all it is. And more yeah, and I mean, and in the originals, it's either like... 1980s? <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm saying like it's not just in terms of the visuals. I'm saying it's either like a spiritual force, like mm -hmm. for the communication with Obi-Wan, or it's basically just like telekinesis. Force yeah. joking, yeah. Well, and then all, there's also like some sensing, like I can tell that Darth Vader's on this planet, like that kind of thing. Like, and these because... are not the droids you're looking for. They got all the staples down in the in the original. Yeah. Can I say something? So the the humor in the prequels is another thing that sucks about it, which is like, no, it's oh. not good. The, the humor in the originals comes so naturally, and it's fun, and it's sarcastic, and it's it's all those things. But then in the prequels, it's so forced on our throats with like poop jokes and like other stupid shit. Like Jar Jar Binks is just the epitome it's of. It's a lot more juvenile. Oh my gosh. It's so dumb. Would you Even... also argue that it's made for a younger audience? I don't Those... think it is because. You think about episode one. Mm. No, Anakin's episode like one is absolutely old, for kids. It's like the, the main character is a young child. It's it about makes a, sense for that. Yeah. It's about a trade federation having a blockade on a planet at the it doesn't it's not for kids. It, it it's I think too that's complex. the setting. Well, I, I don't think, think that's the important to, part of it. It's a, it's meant to create the story for people who have been following since the originals but also include yeah. all that stuff to like introduce Create a kids. new audience. Yeah. I'm not no, saying it's... it was done well, but I think... No, yeah. as a kid, I had no problems with episode no, one. No, yeah, as a kid, when I first saw episode one, I enjoyed it. Yeah, just, I literally had but no problems with But I was also like, on. what, eight years I old? I was eight. Yeah, I was yeah. literally eight, so I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, this is sick. I didn't know what was going on, but I thought pod racing was sick as hell. Yeah, I didn't give right. a shit about the trade but, federation stuff when I was eight. But I, I just kids, liked the pod racing and then the lightsaber fighting. As a kid, <laughs> I also loved A New Hope, Empire, and uh, Return of the Jedi, and I thought parts of it were funny, and I didn't need a Jar Jar constantly doing stupid shit in the back of the scene to make me like Star Wars. But yeah, I, I mean, it's I, just I liked them when I was a kid. Like, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. you don't have to pander to children. Like, they will, yeah. they they'll understand more than you give them credit for, and if you make a good film it's a good film yeah i will admit i don't i don't mind jar jar i don't hate on him as much as everyone else does but uh, the person who <laughs> <is a> deeper <laughs> the person who voiced him like at oh, least boy. early on in the clone wars did such a horrible job it was like okay this doesn't even sound close to the same thing this is 
stupid. Yeah. Like, Didn't the guy well, who did Jar Jar like get threats and shit? For what? Just having a shit. Because people know. hated him so much and nerds are, he... are ruthless. Is he the worst character in the prequels? Yes. <laughs> he has a love interest, y'all. There's like a queen what? that's in love with him. It's I was like, what? <laughs> well he also becomes what, like an ambassador or something? Yeah, well, he becomes I, I, a uh, sort of senator, right? Yeah, senator. I would fuck Jar Jar. Think of the name. Wait, have you seen that dude's tongue? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Christ! <laughs> I saw it because uh, it got grabbed by Sebulba. Yeah. yeah, I hate him, but it's it's my tongue <laughs> is stubborn. My tongue is stubborn. Okay, wait. Listen, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. Listen to this quote. <laughs> Ahmad Best, the actor who plays Jar Jar Binks, is healing after considering suicide over the large amount oh, of criticism he received no. for portraying the, the infamous Damn. Star Wars character in The Phantom Menace. Oh no, that makes me feel bad. You're <laughs> it's all yeah. your fault, John. You literally <laughs> no. almost led Amanda to suicide. <laughs> Look, I just don't like him because of the sexual frustration I feel when I watch him. That's uh, all I'm saying. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. You're just confused. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can we no, go he chronologically just... through the through the prequels here? Talk. Let's talk about episode one a little bit. Because well, I let like... me say. Let me say about Jar Jar. I rewatched it and I tried to be open minded, but like mm. about Jar Jar, about Jar Jar even. I tried to be. Uh, I tried to be a blank. Race? I tried to be a blank slate, but like he's just he's. The thing is. Yeah. He's just for he's just to make us laugh, and he's not funny. That well, he's the whole race of no, it's are way overly bad, goofy for sure. Yeah, it's not it's not for adults. They have their own like weird way of like Spanish interpretation of their language. Oh um, god! But in the Clone Wars, I think they do a better job of. Uh, he's a very sweet, responsible guy, and all he wants yeah. to do is help people out. He's just a nitwit. Like oh. he's so oh, he's clumsy. Responsible. Just Honestly, he's the Clone Wars are better in just almost every way than the yeah. movies. Yeah, he's, he's responsible for making uh, Chancellor Palpatine supreme chancellor. He's responsible for giving he him more time powers. The motion. That's, yeah. that's a problem. <laughs> so he's weak-minded. He was easily influenced. It's not his fault. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's let's talk about the other aliens. Yeah, all of the, one. All, honestly, a lot of the aliens in the prequels are like. How do we feel about Watto? Well, that's stereotypes. what I was gonna say too. We we picked all old white men. Exactly. Ex- and uh, Emily's the only one who picked a. She's the alien. only female the only and the only non-human. alien. Non-human. Yeah. That's the kind of fucked is, up. Actually, most of the main characters are, are boys. Yeah, that's why I like and to Star focus Wars on the females. Too much focus on humans in this huge yeah. galaxy. Filled yeah, it's with a galaxy with such. I'm pretty sure a very small. Why is so much power in the hands of humans? Because even yeah. in this fictional world, they're like imperialist bastards. No, it's true. <laughs> well, even the Empire is like anti-non-human, um, I think, right? That's no, it's yeah, they're just straight yeah. up racist. They're racist, yeah. yeah. Well, where does that even of come Nazis. from? They're based I don't off know why Nazis. that... Oh, is that true? <laughs> yes, they're stormtroopers. Like, yeah, no, they the clearly are, I guess they but do I'm like... have stormtroopers. <laughs> no, but I actually like the pod racing like action scenes and stuff like that. Those are pretty cool. The pod racing yeah. scenes are it, fine. The pod racing scene is cool because it shows that uh, Anakin can act under pressure, you know. He can respond yeah. to situations that are out of his control and bring also, them under Also, he's a, an ace pilot. He's yeah. the ace pilot. He's the only human that can do it. Until um, 10 years later when he just uh, is a whiny bit. Like, cannot take any form of pressure. Well, the thing is, your outlook <laughs> does change from being just a child slave. Sure. You view all the Jedi as these otherworldly, like, basically oh, yeah. space cops and stuff like that. And then you become one. 
right? And then when you embody that, you feel like you let's, have a certain amount of like power. Let's do some. Like, let's do some yeah. honorable mentions. Shmi. Yes. Shmi Skywalker. Shmi Skywalker. She is yeah. actually a really good character. First of all, she has a virgin birth, which is pretty insane. <laughs> She's the progenitor um, of the whole Skywalker line. She yeah. also, it just starts with Shmi. It starts with her, yeah. It also, she gives up her son to allow him to get his freedom. You know what I mean? Like she to could have, have a better been, life. Yeah, yeah that's sure. pretty amazing. But then also, she goes from being a slave to like getting her freedom and marrying a guy, and like then she Making like the best, yeah. Argue, she kind of bargains for Qui-Gon taking him, taking uh, oh, Anakin too. Sure. So she's pretty She's pretty great. I mean, she's a good mom. She's least. a good mom. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. That's my point. She's self-sacrificing. I never paid attention to it until I realized when I watched the recap of Revenge of the Sith today that it's mm-hmm. her step family yeah. that gets Luke. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, the thing... Honor, honorable mentions. Okay, my honorable mention kind of goes into what I was going to explain to you about C-3PO, but my honorable mention is droids in general. But I, I do really yeah, like Star Wars. No, for sure. R2D2 yes. and C3PO were gonna but so also part of the poor humor I would, in episode one are the droids like stupidity. Oh no, the droid army anyway, is shit. Yeah, the the battle droids, at least through the Clone Wars, sometimes that's the comic relief that you get in some of the episodes. Oh no, Clone Wars and then, way too much characterization of the generic trade yes. generation droids. Well, it's so it funny because like, he's like, I hate this job. He's like, yeah. do you it even have been so cool? <laughs> It would have been so cool if they were like a, if yeah. they were like a fearless, mindless droid army. Like that would have been a really cool enemy. Yeah, but I feel like all the droids. But do have remember? Do yeah. remember that the Clone Wars is still a children's like, even R two D two who can't yeah. even speak has personality. Correct. See, and that's what that was like. The other side of my coin was like I think the battle droids are pretty funny. Yeah, they're they're idiots, but they're they say funny things before they blow up. Um, and then C three PO and. R2 are like the best droids ever. Oh, yeah. They're so mm-hmm. loyal. So but then, loyal. The best companions. Yeah, R2-D2. so R2 was He's like I got like Padme. a 007 gadget kit always. Yeah. yeah. So that was the interesting thing is like R2 was came from Padme. C3PO came from Anakin. Yeah, and they basically yeah. trade droids through the oh. entire Clone Wars. And then somewhere C-3PO and R2 end up back together and they're like BFF. Oh yeah, they have gone through the entire story together. Yeah. They take care of their children. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so shout out to the droids. That's a good, yeah, that's (laughs) actually a good honorable mention. Yeah, Yeah. R2 and C-3PO is the the greatest marriage of characters that has existed in science fiction. Yeah. I know I already got an honorable mention, but pardon me to just mention like uh, Ben Quagineros, Ordi Mantel, and Mandrell. You know, the whole uh, pod racing crew. The whole cast of Star Wars Pod Racer <laughs> yeah. uh, for the Nintendo 64 system? Yes, absolutely. It, did any of the, how many of those racers died in that oh, race? Yeah. There's like straight-up explosions. Everybody that's not Sebulba, Ben, or Anakin, they're all dead. Yeah, God yeah. Not a good career, fucking pod racing. It's not, no. a, not good for you. How do you get good at it if you die in every race? Like Jesus Christ, yeah. <laughs> It's a game of survival. You're not even like a good racer. Yeah, it's just it's not even about yeah being the fastest. It's just living. Yeah. Um. Any what other honorable mentions? Uh. uh my spinning? honorable mention. I mean, it's pretty basic, but I would just say Yoda. Oh, we need to talk about yeah. Yoda. I think it's it's awesome to see him in his role on the council and being more active. Yeah. I still like the yes. CGI Yoda. He looks better like as a he looks better oh, as a yeah. puppet. He just looks. But you got to have CGI for think... the fighting. Oh, the fighting was <laughs> yeah very no, gratuitous. I think... But, yeah. CGI Yoda in Ep three is very good. Maybe Ep two he kind of looks bad. Ep three I feel like it's he good. He looks decent. 
Well, let me say... Episode 2 is trash. I want to talk about, about the best parts of... No, and it sucks because if we're only looking at the movies, that's really the only movie my character is in. Every... I'm basing yeah. most of my love for Dooku on <laughs> the Clone Wars. Clone Wars, yeah. Actually. That's true. Okay, well, let me then, talk. I, let me do a Yoda and Dooku um, mention here because we're talking about him. Yeah. So Yoda is cool. I mean, his 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 force senses are clouded because the you know the force is stretched so thin, like we said. So that kind of hobbles him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's insanely powerful in the like 2003 Clone Wars series, like literally just taking entire ships out of the sky and crashing them into each other. It's so good. Well, in but the then, first episode uh, of the other Clone Wars, it's literally it's you don't meet any other characters except Yoda, and he takes out a whole bunch of battle droids by himself. He's insane. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But um, uh, there's an amazing book, and I, I I'll look it up and I'll mention it later. But there's an amazing book where um. Yoda goes and meets with Count Dooku. And it's sort of like Yoda's last ditch attempt to bring Count Dooku uh, back to the light side. Um, uh, and I'll, I'll look it up uh, and figure it out. But it's like Yoda and Dooku's like philosophies battling each other. And Yoda sort of reveals to like Dooku talks about how rigid and like dogmatic the Jedi Council is. But Yoda actually shows us time and time again that like they're willing to accept outliers. Like they allow Anakin even though they don't yeah, want they do. to. And, and so I think, like, Dooku is trying to cast them a certain way, and, like, Yoda is not necessarily that way. But then the coolest part of this scene is that Dooku accuses him. It's, like, the very end of their conversation before they, they, they part ways. Dooku accuses Yoda of being afraid. He's like, you're just afraid of the power of the dark side. Like, you, you are scared of it. And Yoda goes, oh, yeah, you think so? And he, he touches the dark side just for a moment. Like, he reaches out to it. And Dooku starts shaking because he feels how powerful Yoda would be if he had the dark side. And he gets, like, a glimpse of, like, what would happen if Yoda did become, like, Sith. And then Yoda comes back from it. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you don't – he goes, I'm not scared to be, you know, to join the dark side. Like, the entire galaxy would be scared of that. I would – it would be terrible for everybody if I was in the dark side. It's like when Gandalf for a second imagines if he took the ring. Oh, yeah, if Galadriel took the ring. Yeah, for sure. Are there any other cool things that happened in episode one? Well, wait, Not are really. we going to – Dobbs going to do an honorable mention? Um, Captain Panaka? Captain Panaka is one of those characters that briefly got touched on and was never mentioned. R- remind me of him or her? Who is that? He says things like, red group, blue group, everybody this way. <laughs> <laughs> also also one of only a handful of people of color in the whole universe yeah he has a uh, pretty what, esteemed senator, company senator organa organa yeah, yeah. Vale organa he uh he saves oh yeah he's he good. saves yoda's life after the duel with uh so my honorable mention for episode one in particular would be twofold it'd be qui-gon and darth maul because qui-gon is cool simply that's the first time that we as an audience got a taste of how awesome lightsaber fighting could actually be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's it's because of that actor. That actor is an amazing, like, stunt uh, actor. Going from, going from the originals to that lightsaber fighting is amazing. Yeah. You get introduced to the double-bladed also... lightsaber, right? Uh, and then actual fight oh, yeah. choreography. Yeah. They, they make good use of, like, vertical guy... horizontal space. There's, like, different obstacles and things. Oh, yes. And then it ends also, pretty dramatically, score, dude. The score, amazing. The soundtrack during that fight, insane. Okay, can I get it? Can somebody, yeah. uh, can somebody hit with it? What's that one called? Is that, like... That was so stressful to rewatch. 
I knew what was going to happen, but I couldn't really remember how it happens. And so I was like, oh, my gosh, I know it's coming. And then Qui-Gon, like, kneels down to meditate while all the doors are closed. No, and I'm like, he's going to lose his head yes. right now. And I'm like, it was like rewatching it for the first time. I thought that was really <laughs> clever, the use of, the, like, closing doors. Because then Obi-Wan had to watch while Qui-Gon Oh, that was nice. awful. That was awful. I think I yeah. cried and a little curious... I cry a lot in Star Wars. <laughs> That carries, a that carries lot. in episode two because when they fight Dooku, he's like, don't go at him alone because one Sith, he knows what happens when one Jedi fights one Sith. Yeah. Dude, Obi-Wan gets freaking trashed by Dooku both times. Yeah. And then somehow, and then somehow fucking destroys a four white lightsaber wielding General Grievous. Yeah. Like, yeah. How are you going to get owned Grievous, twice? But gets absolutely pooped because Grievous doesn't have good mastery <laughs> of the Force. Force but you know what? Qui-Gon, the reason he... The reason Qui-Gon died to Darth Maul is because he has a particular set of skills and <laughs> lightsaber fighting is not one of them. See, I would argue that Obi-Wan is not a good, like, warrior. War fighting is not... I think making quips is his strongest trait. Yeah. I think, being a, yeah. I think being a teacher and an instructor is his strongest suit. Yeah, he... But, I, but maybe not. His one student... <laughs> No, he says, like, the whole time, he's, like, constantly in doubt. Because he's best friends with his... Yeah, they're, they have a brotherly relationship. He can't separate yeah. that from... It is strange that they mastery. gave yeah. Obi-Wan control over the Chosen One when he never had a Padawan before and barely was a Jedi Knight himself, which, yeah. that's, that's interesting. Yeah. And yeah. didn't want yeah, to take Anakin. Imagine if, like, Yoda had just been in charge of Anakin or something. <laughs> I feel like if Yoda had taught Anakin... He would have been more aware of his fear, and yeah. he would have like taken a more negative approach. Yeah. Kind of like, uh, have you ever read the the book Chaim Potok, uh, The Chosen by Chaim Potok? No. It's about this rabbi who raises his son in silence, and uh -huh. the son is always like, my dad is cruel, he doesn't talk to me. But the point was to raise his son in a way that he would regard and fear God only. Um, and I feel like that, that's kind of what comes to mind when I think of Yoda teaching Anakin is it would be like more of like his back turned to him, a very negative, you know, like absent approach. That's true. Yeah, I would say uh, being a teacher coming from a teacher point of view, Anakin is that yep. like one kid in your class where they're really smart but they just give you hell all day long. And it's like, you love them, but you hate them so much sometimes. They blame like, everybody else for oh, their yes, problems. Yes, because they never can take responsibility. And they're difficult yeah. to teach. And I think that's like, Obi-Wan doesn't, he can't figure out the best way to really reach Anakin. They're like, I never, because he lost I never had a dad. Prematurely. Yeah. <laughs> I never had a dad. I was immaculately conceived. You know that, but I get that every God. year. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, and also, like I said, it's not it's not all wholly Anakin's fault. Well, the issue the, is the that that Sidious just was so masterful with his manipulation. Like, there's a quote um, when Qui Gon says he goes, "It's no accident that we ended up on this planet to find Anakin," and like he's referencing the Force. Like he thinks like, "Oh, the Force has led us here," but the truth is, is that like Sidious, through his persona as Palpatine and also Sidious, has forced them to land there, you know, when they were fleeing and escaping from Naboo. And, um, like, every little thing he does, letting... Use the Force to cause a hyperdrive leak? No. <laughs> he, well, j the actions of, like, the Separatists and, yeah, yeah, and all that yeah. stuff, like, have caused them to get where they are. 
And so he's just he's constantly shoving and prodding and pulling different directions and making certain yeah. things happen. I mean, he puts Qui-Gon in in a position with Darth Maul where that could happen, you know, all that stuff. So, yeah. And he also has like a future sense. That's the thing that makes uh, Darth Sidious so powerful is that he has like this future sense and he can also like manipulate other people's sense of the future. Like he clouds the Jedi's and he like allows Anakin to see fragments of the future. Um, he's and incredibly then, overpowered. Yeah. Well, it's really just a it's a future sense. Like that's all he's very manipulative and he can see certain glimpses into the future and he uses that to manipulate people and so my favorite you know. quote from him and i i it's in the first movie i guess because it was young a young Do anakin it. i can't remember now but we'll be watching your career, we'll watch with, your great career with great interest yeah yeah he's just like oh yeah we're gonna we're gonna be keeping a close eye on you bro like yeah obviously you're yeah. just waiting for the no, best time to then, turn him yeah. over <laughs> yeah yeah he's very he the midichlorians and young annie so we haven't even talked about episodes two or three that much. That was only episode one. Yeah, we did. We mentioned everything. I think it was... Well, let's just talk about what does everybody think is the coolest part of two? It's the part where like a hundred Jedi drop into that arena, Why right? the fuck is Count Dooku like... Okay, he's got these Jedis captive. He seems to be a guy who's like more utilitarian. Like he doesn't really care if you're Jedi or a Sith. He's just trying to like figure things out. Like he thinks the Jedi are dogmatic. Why is he like doing this sure. weird ritual like gladiatorial match like why would he no, why would it care that movie so i don't understand it doesn't make sense yeah it's just for action well, and no, spectacle the main reason is so you can show a little uh natalie portman midriff I, yeah. jesus <laughs> didn't yeah someone someone ordered that up yeah dude. that's all i'm saying that yeah. costuming was intentional well, i mean george lucas controlled almost every aspect of the film he like literally had to sign off on the design of blasters so or- what I'm saying is that's like the uh, Leia in a metal bikini yeah. uh, yes. part of the prequels, right? Yeah. yeah. I have to admit, that was definitely one of my college Halloween costumes. Slave <laughs> <Nice. Leia. laughs> Is Padme done any better in the um, in like the Clone Wars cartoons? Because I think in I, the only Clone Wars stuff I've seen of her, she's very just kind of in the so background. She's not really anything important. She doesn't get a huge storyline in clone wars like some of the other characters do but you can't you can't not say that she's so important like one because of anakin but two she's an amazing senator as far as like being um being a responsible politician that fights for the good of everyone but knows how to well i like her yeah. I like her in the movies. Like when she, uh, she does the whole switcheroo in the first movie, where she's like, "I'm the queen, but I refuse to just sit here. I want to like go out with them." Like, yeah, see, she pretends to be if her. If a battle happens, like she's always carrying a gun around, even though yeah. she's not supposed to. She'll go headfirst into a battle and like dominate somebody just out of nowhere. But I feel like I feel like every time I've seen Clone Wars, though, she's not like she's just kind of placid. She's, like I don't know, she's pretty yeah, mild. Yeah, she's pretty mild in a lot of episodes, but then there's sometimes where she's there for a battle. But then mm-hmm. there is a lot of times where she's got to get rescued by Anakin, and then they get in an argument. It's like, yeah, well, oh that's my what God. I was gonna say. In Attack of the Clones, <laughs> again, going on about the love story thing, and even in Revenge of the Sith, uh-huh. every scene that they're in together, she's criticizing his judgments and his actions. And it's like, why is she, what does she see in this guy? She's constantly having to like say, well, why do you feel that way? And why do you think that way? And like, you shouldn't feel that way. You shouldn't do that. Like she's constantly critiquing him. And so I like her because she's right. Like she's constantly like, dude, you need to calm down. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with her, but it's weird to me that she falls in love with him. 
I don't know. I think she also might be uh, frustrated that they have to be so secretive. Like, obviously, that's hard on their relationship, uh, but... Yeah. But it's also a little spicy, too, Yeah. You know? But that goes back to the rigidity of the Jedi Code. Like, they weren't so strict about such things. Like, he would have been less likely to go down the dark side. That same is thing. very is true. 800 years old. Yeah, very same true. thing with HISD. They won't let me... Erica and I, my, our relationship has to be secret because they won't <laughs> let me see my sister. They won't let me be in a relationship. It's pretty I'm fun. so glad I don't work in that district anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's tough, man. If you're hearing this, then... Matt, Bran, and I have already recorded a number of episodes for season two, and it's been a weird one. Coronavirus has guaranteed that we stay apart and record at home, which might have actually improved the audio quality. <laughs> but we're still doing just as much work researching and figuring out the best shows to do, and anything that you guys can do to support us is appreciated. You can follow us at YFCS Pod on any of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and you can also become a Patreon subscriber at patreon.com forward slash YFCSpod. We already have a couple of subscribers who've ordered a couple of episodes. The two bonus episodes, Dead to Me and Carol Baskins are, oh God, Carol Baskin are thanks to them. But we've also got a subscriber at $10 a month who has ordered a Stranger Things episode. So come join us on our Patreon where you can help influence the future of the show and where you can help to decide what topics we cover. It's not just shows and movies. It's also books and video games, whatever you want. Shoot, Carol Baskin's a real person. Anyway, that's patreon.com forward slash YFCS pod. All right, we'll get back to the show now. Thank you for listening. We do have to note that episode two was very important in the Clone Wars Setup. origin story because we figure out how the clones yeah. came Yeah, be. why did the Jedis trust an army that just got, like, created? Well, the of Jedi is Jedi, also... Yeah. It was Dooku who chose Boba Jango Fett yeah, um, to be the uh, so like the template for the clones. I had to uh, why Jango Fett just to get him in the story because of his uh, battle abilities. Like he's such a good warrior, so they were oh, yeah, like, he's a, he's a Mandalorian. Clone this guy. He's amazing. Clone all the best parts of him, and then we'll just. He's for sure a Mandalorian. He's from Mandalore. Did we know that. He has the armor. Oh, he's he's a Mandalorian in like it, the yes, sense? he's from Mandalore. Well, he has uh, the Beskar armor or whatever. He does have the Beskar. Yeah, yeah, man, they're really doing a good job of fleshing that out in the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. and then very cool. But then, so the the thing they end up with in the Clone Wars is the chip. So I still haven't yeah. I haven't had time to process oh, that whole thing because that was I'm guessing that. Obi-Wan is the one who figured out that they had all of these clones. And so I'm assuming this was like a business deal for the Republic of acquiring these clones, even though like, because Palpatine was yeah, behind it, was... you know, from the beginning. Yeah, Dooku and Palpatine in the background are the ones who are like implementing these chips. Yeah. yeah so yeah. they, they're like, yeah, let's get them on board. Cause we, we have control over them no matter what. Which ended up sort of being their downfall because then they got order 66 yeah um what i was gonna say is there's actually a third person a different jedi who orders the creation of the clone army and it's like a, a childhood friend of dooku and they both like were having misgivings about the jedi and they also both felt like the sith were rising and the jedi were ignoring their concerns and so he like went and um erased the Genosian planet from the Jedi records and then ordered the army on the name by in the name of the Republic like 
off the record because he the Genosian plan or the Camino, Camino is what I'm going to say. Sorry, sorry, Camino. Yeah. And so he did it like all secret. He wasn't like part of Sidious or anything like that. Like I think Sidious and Dooku kind of co-opted that that whole deal. Uh, um, yeah, plan. he was he was actually worried about the Sith rising, um, and that's why he created that army. But then Sidious co-opted it and, and used it masterfully to you know be the uh, to create chaos. I mean, he needed a war to raise a Jedi in times of war because Jedi are should well, not is, be warlike, you know. Yeah, no, they should not be an army. Also, can we talk about the fact that even though Jango got talked up so much, and he even like blasts some Jedi, Beheaded. I believe, to protect Sidious, but then when he fights Mace, it's just not even a contest. No. Mace just dismantles that. Yeah. Which is how it should be. Mace is good. I guess that's true. Mace just straight up takes his yeah. head off. Um, Doesn't even touch the Beskar. Leaves the helmet for a... Uh, yeah, then you see little uh, Boba Fett. Boba. That was a good setup for, for, for Clone Wars head. too. Yeah, so, that was, he just like picked up his head. How did that, that kid even grisly, get down yeah, there? Sure. There was like a war going on. He's like down in the bottom of this... Like, it was like cliff. after... A little while after they yeah. show him like holding his helmet. But obviously his head yeah. is in there. Because even if his I head isn't it, in there, sure. then who took his head out of the helmet? <laughs> like, <laughs> I get it, man. It's just weird. Like, why? That is I, just bizarre. We, we didn't that's, need to include Boba Fett. Up. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's just weird. It seemed very no, shitty. You, well, they you must set up every single character every single character. In the next every thread must be connected. That's what makes good. Even the guy yeah. that like b- bullies Luke people. at the bar in Mos Eisley Cantina. Like, <laughs> that guy's got to be in the prequels. You want to buy some death sticks? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so is everyone in agreement on the rankings of those films? Three, one, two? Is that how the best? Three, one, two. Three, one, two. Two is at the very bottom of all time. Yeah. yeah I feel like two, two is just to explain some uh, shit and like, I don't know. Or actually, should we, say, should we say Clone Wars cartoon series, the 2003 version and the new one is above what? Where does that place? Is that? I don't rank movies against series. It's just not it's hard. <laughs> they have I mean, more time quality. to spend on... Um, yeah, I think quality? they showed us a better job of like exploring and developing. Yeah, because it's a it's okay, long. but yeah. the two thousand the two thousand three one is only two hours and twenty minutes long altogether. Okay, that one. I mean, oh, that one has a lot less plot, but more cool. Let's action. call it a movie. Let's call it a movie. It's two hours and twenty minutes, and they made a movie version of it. They they put them all together. So I mean, that I by think, far is the best action. I think it's freaking amazing, and also it gives Grievous a backstory that's like it makes Grievous such a cool character. Yeah, you get to see Dooku training Grievous, and then you get to see him like the, at his full strength. I think that the 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 bad guys in the prequels, and then also in the newest trilogy, are made to be a joke. Like I I don't ever feel like Darth Vader is a joke, or like um, even well, like it's because the the true battle is within yourself, John. Yeah. Wait, what? You gotta have that so. internal struggle first. <laughs> Correct. Mastery of yourself gives you mastery of your enemies. Uh-huh. What they're doing is irrelevant. You just focus on your own game, you know? I got you. But the, the, the uh, like, General Grievous is really just a joke in Revenge of the Sith for the most part. He's not, he's, he's... Uh, well, he's weakened yeah, very but, badly. But, yeah, that's, point. again, that's what makes the 2003 cartoon series really good. But, it, yeah, it's not really explained. And also, no, don't, don't fully disrespect Obi. Obi's a Jedi master on the council. But he lost he's to Count strong. Dooku. How did he beat a guy with four lightsabers who's Dude. known to kill Jedi? Well, Dooku is I mean, Dooku than is still better than Grievous. Yeah. In Dooku the Force? Not in lightsaber fighting. And in lightsaber even fighting. In, you think and in lightsaber fighting. Oh, I guess so. He trained him, yeah. Isn't I mean, Dooku... Yeah. Well, Dooku trained Grievous. Dooku is his master, and they haven't been training for that long. Dooku also has a badass lightsaber. All right. 
fucking curved hill. Let's get down to lightsaber <laughs> and fighting. Right. No, no, no. Let's briefly talk about episode three. All right. Because episode, We're going episode three is very important. All right, go okay. ahead. We are going long. Matt and I have both seen episode three at my house. At, yeah, probably about a hundred times. Yeah, it's a fine <laughs> film. Seen because my stepdad watched for like a couple years. Some watched bad dialogue. Every night oh as my he gosh. went to sleep. <laughs> Back when Brad, Brad and I hung out a lot during that. Yeah, when I was still living at the house, we watched this movie a lot, so we are very familiar with it. Okay. <laughs> episode three is actually, I would rank that as my second or third favorite of all the Star Wars films. There are some parts that I absolutely hate, but there some are part, some, parts some parts that are, are very good. Some parts are the best parts of the entire to, Star Wars. To series. me, yeah, it like has the best to go. Action. Yeah, it has to go after all the original films and after Rogue One. So I think it's fifth. Mm. I think I like it more than Rogue One. We'll do rankings Rogue at the One very end. Rogue One is so end. good. We did rankings. Right? We said <laughs> one, two. We're only doing the prequels, though, really. Best action scene of any Star Wars. The lightsaber choreography, it's literally like a 20-minute long fight. It's so awesome. And Anakin and Padme falling off of Banthas and rolling. That, and, the choreography, the choreography that for that so was weird. insane. That was <laughs> so weird. I just feel Where like... Where did they film that? Was that on a set? Surely not. There's I mean, no part of their relationship that's not awkward it's so awkward uh, i agree it's literally every scene that they're in is just like so much tension there's no so chemistry awkwardness. no but who would have taught them to you know how would they know what like a reasonable relationship looks like anakin that's true oh yeah you're getting no examples of love in the Correct. jedi temple. yeah yeah <laughs> not only that but padme was like a child queen yeah basically she was so elected she probably never got exposed to any of this stuff either she was elected bro was she? Yes. Was that democratic? Yes. But she was so young, even like how she did served, they... she the served two terms? She her? served two terms and then and then stepped down. Wait, that to be make a sense. senator. I swear to God, it's so dumb. Yeah. Who's electing a, like a fourteen, a sixteen-year-old girl? I don't know. She's the youngest. She said she's the youngest elected queen. It literally makes no sense, bro. She must come from a line of something. I guess. Surely. Here's what I think. I think that George Lucas was like Princess Leia. Her mom's got to be a queen. And then in the second movie, he was like, wait, how's yeah. the queen of Naboo going to be relevant anymore? Fuck. Uh, yeah. She's a senator now. She served her two terms as queen. So did y'all want to say, what y'all want to say about Revenge of the Sith? Pretty good movie. Yeah, I think it's a good film. It's the best of I the first have any Now, okay, prequels. what I hate mm-hmm. is how easily the Jedi are dispatched. Yes, that is. Poo-poo. I think Order 66 should have literally been like the last third of the movie. Oh, first Mooney got fucked. But instead, instead it's like the the Jedi go from the height of their power to completely vanquished in like 10 minutes. Yeah. If even that. It's insane. The the scoring, though. The music during that scene. Ooh. So falling. The music and the visuals are very good. I remember seeing that in theaters and everybody cheering when Yoda does a backflip over and like cuts that clone's head off. And like (laughs) everybody (laughs) cheered. Look at Chewie, too. Um, So in the. Seeing Yoda uh, dual cities is really cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the Clone Wars, the last four episodes of it is overlapping with the third movie. They only show Ahsoka's part of Order 66. Yeah. They don't show Rex. anyone else's yeah, storyline. So the music in, that, in those episodes was just like so epic. Very good. That is half of the reason why cool. I started bawling my eyes out because there's in yeah. the in the last episode there's probably <laughs> only going on. I know there's probably only like half of the episode with dialogue. 
the second half of it is just you you see their their body language and their facial expressions mm-hmm. is showing all of the pain and like craziness of it it's so intense uh episode three has the best lightsaber fight of the entire series i would say uh it has Probably. i don't know i feel like it has uh the most quotable parts of the entire prequels not for a good reason but no <laughs> no the no is pretty comical unlimited power just so <laughs> also brand you said the Do fight it. between sidious and yoda was cool I, I sidious makes like really dumb faces that whole time and it throws me off yeah, it's like cackling it throws me off he looks he's, he's so a psychopath dumb. he's, he's weird in that scene. yeah oh yeah no, i mean he's definitely weird for is sure. he just like, like maniacal plans work <laughs> maybe yeah, he's fine after having to be a bitch-ass politician yes. for like decades and then all of a sudden you can Sith be your Lord true mode. self <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he can fight no. Yoda with the full force of his but power because he doesn't and, like, even fight back. He even says like he's had to put up with Yoda's bullshit this whole time oh while gosh. hating him. And but so he his... finally gets to fight him head on. It's his like the uh, evil scientist. Like, no, it literally is Matt's <laughs> mad scientist throwing lightning. And yes. he, becomes, he goes from being subtle to being so over the top. It's insane. Yeah. But but his plan doesn't really... Mind it. His plan to take over the government doesn't completely go to fruition until A New Hope when he actually just... Uh, gets rid of the Senate completely and becomes the Emperor. Well, no, they gave him emergency powers, right? They gave, well, but in New Hope, um, she says something like, "The Senate's going to hear about this," and the guy, I think it's Grandma Tarkin or something, goes like, uh, uh, yeah. "He goes, Sidious has just gotten rid of the Senate. Like it doesn't exist." Anymore. Well, he says in F three, "I am the Senate." That's true. He does say, "I am the Senate." <laughs> so he has like a puppet. <laughs> Another <suit>. excellent quote. <laughs> So yeah, he already right. has complete control at that. All right, let's finish this up by like comparing our characters very closely. Um, aesthetic, that means the look, the feel. How did they? How how they fight? All that stuff. Like, what is? Uh, who's got the coolest aesthetic? I don't think. I think Dark Sidious right? is pretty basic, just in a black cloak and you know. yeah, he's an ugly dude. And he's also ugly, I like, so I lose that. I lose this round. But for an old white dude, I think Dooku actually looks cool. Dooku's lightsaber is, cool. is sick One, too. Okay, yeah. I forgot to mention the actor Chris Frilly. Oh amazing. man, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. ready for my Chris Frilly double special. No, yeah. dude. <laughs> there's literally like a Saruman with Gandalf scene with him and Obi Wan, like where he's like they're yes. in a room together and he's like figuring I know. out. I will yeah. discuss it next time. There's actually oh, yeah. a lot of parallels between it's Dooku so weird. and Saruman. And I love both those characters. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Christopher Lee... aesthetic is Darth Vader, is it not? But Darth Vader, he's not Darth Vader till the end, and it's not really... Yeah. He's Anakin it's Skywalker. There. It you is get, there. No, you just get baby form. I think it's really important to point out that Anakin, through his entire time of being uh, a Jedi, is always wearing dark clothes. Yeah. He does wear a lot of Plus he has a fucking brows. rat tail. I am so glad that he gets rid of well, that in Clone Wars. Well, that's the rat tail is because thing, right? oh, he's they emulating Obi-Wan. They make it canon afterwards. Yeah, because yeah, then it's... Well, for human Padawans, because most yeah. aliens don't even have hair. Yeah, if you're so. a Rodian, yeah. you're not going to have a rat tail, even though you look like a rat, you know? Well, <laughs> they're called Rodians. Well, they look like Rodians, okay. I love Rodians. Yeah. Um, I would I would argue that Ahsoka is the, like, has the best aesthetic because looking. she's not human, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, now being a human is She's pretty not wack. an old white Obi Wan. Cool. Yeah, Obi Wan's hair is really stupid in the first movie, but it looks really cool yeah. in the later. He looks really oh, cool when he becomes later. Jesus and yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I like Obi Wan's look later. He's like yeah. iconic uh, Jedi. I also master. just like Ewan McGregor. Just oh, Ewan McGregor's in general. Yeah, I would yeah. bang That's him. That's my man's for sure. And I think well, I wouldn't um, because I'm in a committed relationship. But if I weren't, I'm yeah. married. <laughs> I'd still, 
<laughs> me, Jar Jar, Obi Wan. Oh God. Stone Son. Yeah. What are your What are your thoughts on this, Mister Dobbs? Who Who's the best aesthetic? Well, I'd have to watch the series to know about Ahsoka. Uh, that's true. He's never seen. Uh, Send her a pic. So. He He sent a pic uh, of Ahsoka. I mean, we right? posted pics, but. Yeah, that's I don't true. know the fighting style. Just leave it at. All right. Yeah, well, it'll be a tie. Strong. It'll be a tie between Dooku and Ahsoka. Who would you say yeah. from the characters but you know? It's definitely not Sidious uh, or Anakin. So. No. <laughs> Sure, Power levels. Who, who's the strongest? Anakin. Sidious. Sidious or Anakin? Midichlorian count is fucking uh, the highest that we've ever seen. I don't know if Sidious is the most powerful. He's just the most manipulative. But he might be more powerful. I don't know. Why doesn't Darth Vader ever challenge him? He wants because to. He can't beat him alone. He, he can't beat him alone. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I think Sidious is the most powerful. I think Sidious is more powerful than Darth Vader. I think Darth Vader would have been more powerful okay, if he didn't we'll get injured. Okay, we'll save it for the talk on the originals, but yeah, that shit is stupid. If, if he didn't get injured, I think he uh, Anakin would have been more powerful than Darth Sidious. But because he got injured, it, it also, hurt Also, yeah, yeah, within the scope of the prequel, also, Sidious does ice like Chaotic Mundi and like two other Jedi no, Masters. No, okay, yeah, exactly. The fight against five Jedi Masters. But also Darth Vader, he's scared to challenge him because he's like training a, a Padawan like in secret and stuff, you know? Is that uh, Force Awakens? Yeah. Darth Vader is like Sidious's hound. <laughs> he's afraid. To, he's afraid to get beat, so he doesn't challenge the master. All right. Also, what I do you think, think Emily? He's, like, literally broken as a human. I think I'd have to say Sidious, but not even like strength power wise. Like the way that he controls literally everything. That's powerful. Yeah, just his influence. Also. Yeah. He cons the entire Jedi Council. Yeah. All right. I could argue how strong uh, Ahsoka is, especially in like after she leaves the Jedi Order. The way she controls things around her so easily yeah. is pretty badass. But as far as like if I put them two together, definitely Sidious. Yeah. Like Dooku is undoubtedly a better lightsaber fighter. Oh yeah. But when it comes to force ability, I feel like Sidious is unbeat. Yeah. Dooku loses to Anakin, bro. Yeah. Like, Anakin's, come the on. Cho- Anakin's the chosen one. Yeah, I, I feel like he kind of. And he's fighting two v one. I don't know, man. Obi Wan gets dispatched pretty early in that okay, fight. Okay, we all agree Obi Wan sucks, but wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> huh? Dobbs, what do you think? Who's the most powerful out of all these characters? I think Sidious. Yeah, I, I like the argument that his influence is like multi-dimensional. Yeah, exactly. All right, yeah. which character is like the most, uh, the best written? Like, you know, he's in, they're interesting characters. They're complex. We they seem human. Like they make sense. They make decisions that make sense. You know, that kind of thing. Within just the scope of the prequel. Yeah, in the prequel. Uh, see, I'd only. go with Sidious again because he's got. I mean, maybe not the writing, but the acting it conveys such like a manipulation of even like yeah. culture, like not just like oh, like yeah. a society, but like the the people around him. Mm-hmm. Whereas Anakin's just like. Looking out for himself, trying to be the most powerful. But does that but even even a character Sidious that's looking out for themselves might make sense, like in a literary sense? You know what I mean? Like, does Anakin's character make sense? Do we? I think he. We this is where this is where I go with Dooku. His pregnant girlfriend, right? Yeah, like why does yeah, he? Do, he does so many Anakin contradictory things. I think that his character yeah. it seems poorly written. Well, he's very conflicted. I think man. Dooku is yeah. the most interesting of the Sith Lords, in my opinion. Yeah. I think he's a really good character. I would definitely character. go uh, Dooku or Ahsoka as far as like driving the storyline behind the obvious main characters. Well, the the reason yeah. I like the reason I like Ahsoka and Dooku is because they both sort of are not adhering to like Sith or Jedi. They're like right. more exactly. interesting. They're not wholly good or evil. Yeah. Well, and there's which there's, I think there's... would bring in a lot of courage 
for both of them too for like walking oh, yeah. away from yes. like saying this is not the end all be all like i can still be moral and morally responsible and not choose between the two and you do see that again do, like we're talking about do their decisions make sense like based on those character choices like Dooku does later on, like, he's conflicted, like you said, when he's asked to, like, kill people for no reason, that, or for a reason he doesn't understand, you know? Um, yeah. Also, Ahsoka, like, I don't really know, does her character make sense throughout the whole series? Like, is she pretty much... Yeah. Does she... She's sh- got strong motivations. Yeah. yeah. And convictions, and while she sticks yeah, to Yeah, she's them. a very strong-willed character. Very strong-willed. Yeah. All right. So it's goes, it goes back to uh, Dooku and uh, Ahsoka. What about Obi Wan? Yeah. I'm obviously gonna say Dooku. What about Obi Wan? I, I think Obi Wan. I don't because you and I have talked about it, John. How like in the show he's kind of just there he's, for he's like yeah, he's just there to like kind of be like oh Anakin not again you know yeah. like he's just there to like but in jokingly the, in the complain movies, about Anakin's actions. In the movies he gets to do like a whole noir detective thing in the Attack of the Clones and you know he's certainly he cool important moments. in the in the trilogies. Yeah. Oh, well, he's the connecting fiber between There's all of the different. So much people, connecting right? fiber, yeah. But but as a character, I don't really know. I don't feel like I know exactly who Obi Wan really is. He seems very like utilitarian as a character. Like you can kind of use him for all kinds of stuff. But to me, like I don't yeah. feel like we get to know his philosophy that well. He just seems like he's doing what he's been told he's, to do. He doesn't have so a super strong mysterious. personality, in my opinion. Yeah, he in Clone Wars, you, uh, think, you realize that he has a love interest, and it's almost like he's taking it out on Anakin for for actually pursuing Padme when uh, Obi-Wan made the choice to just completely give up yeah, on like his a, love interest. He's like a good Jedi. He's yeah. doing what he's got to do. What do you think, Dobbs? What do you... Well, well, a lot like Captain mm-hmm. Panaka. <laughs> and all the actors forced to act in Star Wars. Forced. forced to. They're just blindly following yeah. what they're told to yeah. do. That's true. So the Jedi Code, like, the, it, it represents just George Lucas's iron will. Iron fist. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting his own series, so you might have to revisit oh, that. Oh, that's true. Point, we have to look at him again. Um, what about... But this is just within the scope of the What about people, arcs? So. Who do we think has, like, the most interesting or cool arc? So Dooku starts off as a Dooku starts off as a Jedi who starts to kind of be wary of the Sith and then starts to hate the Jedi. No, not hate the Jedi, the, but the only know. issue is that you, if you only watch the movies, you don't really get any of that. Well, yeah. no, we're talking yeah. about everyone. Get, we know it all. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, not everyone knows that. So what we're telling them now. Yeah. If you're, if hey. you're listening, you've only seen the movies. You might be like, "That okay? That guy was in one movie." <laughs> nah, dude. What's well, what's we're telling him right now? I mean, I did Jamie Lannister in the Game of Thrones, and he's way cooler in the books than he is in the movie in the shows. So, so isn't it just Anakin? Anakin's well, his arc. No, his arc sucks. I hate his journey to becoming Darth Vader. Yeah, he's just he has so much uncontrolled anger. It's all just yeah, exactly. him acting out. Well, he both personally doesn't have control, and he's being controlled by yeah. forces that are external. His arc is under the control so, of Palpatine, Insidious. So the thing yeah. is, is that... And even like Ashoka and Yoda. internal and external forces, but those things are mirrored. He's been because, Palpatine's puppet like his whole life. Yeah, he's yeah. never had control over his own life, and the aspects that he does are so like minor. Obi-Wan goes from uh, being like... We see him at the first episode being like a at the very edge of like well he's not even young he's like at the edge of it he's like ready to become about to be like he's yeah he's ready to he is a knight he's i think right no 
he's a Padawan. Because Qui-Gon is like, he's ready one? to take on a student. Yeah, Qui-Gon thinks he's ready to take the trials of becoming Jedi Knight. Um, oh, I see. And he tells him that. So we we see Obi Wan um, go from a student to, uh, you know, kind of a buddy friend thing to being like a struggling. Well, I would say student to master to brother. Yeah. To ultimately, he, he goes like, from Padawan to Knight to Master throughout the trilogy, right? Yes. I don't know. You guys don't like it, but I like how he always sticks to his guns, even after he. Oh yeah, he's a good Anakin, Jedi. He doesn't. He doesn't take it upon himself to even kill Anakin at that point. No, I think Dobbs was right like when he, he said that he's just like a see, normal I think that's, guy. That's foolish. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the one time he but, probably lets like. Yeah, that was him not being a, a model Jedi. I think that's because he let then, his emotional attachment get the better of it. And then the galaxy has to pay for every it. Every time it matters. Every time it matters, he fails. Yeah. He, I mean, he even admits it. He says, "I have failed yeah. you, Anakin." That's true. I think. Yeah, yeah but I think that's he when he should clean up his mistake ability. by icing him. I think uh, essentially your brother who you raised from a child. When you raise a rabid dog, you gotta put it down. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. You're, you're, you're telling me if Anne murdered the dark side, you'd be able to if slay. If Anne him? murdered children, you'd just I'd turn him in. I'll, I'll say it right now. Oh. If Anne murders children, I will kill him. And he's oh, coming for you. I can't wait for yeah. you to share the quote where I say, "I'll kill my brother." Uh, yeah, it's gonna be good. Um, Ashoka's arc is pretty cool, right? I mean, she goes from being a, a stubborn Padawan to like abandoning the Jedi and like going off on her own to find a different path, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, and she going, even going like, force neutral is badass. And still coming back to help her friends, like she wants to do good, so she comes back mm. and she's like, "Look, I'm straight up not a Jedi," and she puts Obi Wan in his place in one of the episodes. Yeah, she's very strong-willed for sure. Um, so that was kind of awesome. Sidious doesn't really have an arc. I mean, he's powerful from beginning to end, right? I mean, he's he's a mastermind and powerful. There's no arc to it. It's just that's who he is. Yeah. We don't really see his character We don't grow. know much about his backstory. Well, yeah, no. we know that he yeah owned his master. Like, he's one of the— Is he a student of Plegius? Is that the yeah. idea that they're trying yeah. to— Yeah, and also well, what's cool about it is, is like we see him ice his— his Padawans and his Padawan students and stuff like that, but we don't, but he iced his master. So like, it's hard for a Sith apprentice to beat the master and he beat yeah, his he master. And the only reason that Darth Vader was able to beat him was because Sidious was distracted. He was shocking Luke and you know, um, is that it? Is that everything? Well, yeah, I have to do, um, social media real quick. We only had one person respond on a star Wars. But I always thought that we'd get more, but we didn't. People don't like star Wars, dude. They <laughs> And it was the aforementioned Anne. Oh, nice. Anthony. Oh, Anthony he definitely said Anakin, didn't he? He said Anakin because he's badass when he. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me read the quote. Anakin because he's badass when he turns evil. Yeah. That's it, right no, there. No, Anne. Anne loves Anakin. I have a feeling you're gonna have to kill Anne. Well, <laughs> yeah, they have the same name, so. And same mentality. All right. So I sh I count that as a vote towards Anakin. Oh no. No. <laughs> Um, okay, so we do a three, two, one, and then we say who we think is the best character in Star Wars. Well, you shouldn't think at this point. You should know. You should have a pretty yeah. definitive yeah. And, understanding. And we're being as we talked a lot. We're being honest. Like after the whole conversation, who do we feel like is the best character produced in the prequel series? Okay. All right. Wait, are we doing the three, two, one together as well? I'm not ready. Uh, John, uh, hold on, I got to think for a okay. second. Wait, you're not ready? Uh, are y'all <laughs> ready? Okay. I'm, I'm ready. Obviously. I'm Panaka. ready. <laughs> it's very simple. Two and a half hours. Somebody ready. count it down. Do all right, it. All right. All right. Three, two, one. 
Sidious. Ahsoka. Sidious. Oh no! I think, like everybody said. It I think we I all said. Oh yeah. I think Dom said Sidious. Oh no. my Sidious. god! I actually won no. this one. That's crazy. Oh no! You know what's crazy? Damn. Emily, Matt, and I all just chose our own. Well, I, you know yeah, what? we did. We totally okay. did. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Your brother convinced me to stand my ground. <laughs> oh damn! Just because he's a badass. Who, are you, leaning, who are you leaning towards before? Huh? Who are you leaning Ahsoka? towards? Oh, Ahsoka. I love that character. I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't know Ahsoka well enough, and I love. I do love Count Dooku, and I was thinking. I, I think that Count Dooku and Ahsoka are really good. And I didn't want to vote for Count Dooku not knowing Ahsoka well enough because I was like, I don't want to screw that character over because I don't know her well enough. Like I feel Dooku like Dooku and Ahsoka yeah. are both better than the main characters, so y'all are all stupid. But so I didn't <laughs> want to vote for either of them because I didn't want to. Like I was like, I can't vote for Ahsoka because I don't know her well enough, and I don't want to vote for Dooku because then I'm fucking over Ahsoka. Because I'm gonna be honest, I think you think about it too much. Yeah, you don't, I think so too. You don't worry about wh who other people are voting for when you cast your no, vote. No, I still voted for Sidious because I thought That's he was the best. That's why you make a poor Jedi. <laughs> You're too conflicted. <laughs> I'm saying if I wasn't going to vote for Sidious, on your life. yeah, I would have voted for Dooku second if I didn't vote for Sidious. But John, you're going down a path I can't follow. <laughs> yeah, you are right, well, Darth Sidious, uh, Emperor Palpatine. No, but he is a, a good player. character. He's, he's a, a cool he's the puppet player. master yeah. of the prequels and apparently the best character in the prequels. Yeah, but hey, we'll be watching his career with great interest. But hey, tight for a second. Ahsoka, Anakin. Yep. Yes. Dooku. No, I think that's right. Go. Well, Woo! no. Ahsoka and Count Dooku should be tied for a second. Well, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you think because it's been decided. So, uh, But Obi-Wan Obi was voted out. God. And the thing is, I don't think we gave enough consideration for Obi-Wan. I don't know. I think when he does leave Anakin alive at the end, it shows that he is willing to... I, no, I, I really do like I Dobbs' argument about him being actually... The only person we can really look to as a hero in the story. I like that. Yeah, he's just a dude trying his best the whole time. But yeah. there's a lot of forces failing. outside of his control. Oh, absolutely failing, but trying his best. I can't believe it. We did it again. We figured out who the best character is and whatever we're talking about, despite the podcast being called Your Favorite Character Sucks. Now the only question is, what should we do next? You can help us decide by following us at YFCS Pod on Instagram and Twitter and telling us which show, movie, series, book you think we should do. Until then, hit that subscribe button and catch us on the next episode. Thanks for listening.